This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Are you the type of person who loves to treat yourself? You know, sometimes you just want to buy yourself a coffee, a fancy coffee. Sometimes you want to get a little extra legroom on the plane. You know what I mean? So if you ever treat yourself to the top options, other places like that, then why are we settling when we're finding a doctor? I know it's easy to fall into that rut, but your health is so important. Enter ZocDoc. ZocDoc is a place where you can find and book tens of thousands of top tier doctors, all with verified patient reviews. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. There's no more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. You know we hate that. And these doctors all have verified reviews from actual real patients. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, which is so helpful. You can see who's located near you and who's available and who can treat basically any condition you're searching for. Plus, a typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 to 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. When I moved to LA years ago, I discovered ZocDoc because I was so tired of having to call all these different offices and wait. It took hours sometimes to figure out which doctor in town could help me and which one took my insurance, but not anymore with ZocDoc. I was able to find everything from a psychiatrist to a GI doctor, and I did that all through ZocDoc. And the app has only gotten better over time. I still use it. I still love it. I always recommend it to people, whether you have phone anxiety like me or not. It couldn't get easier to find a doctor with ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash drink and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash drink. ZocDoc.com slash drink. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Wait, is that how it goes? It's, wait. You mean... Happy birthday to ya. No? I don't know. We sang one at school that was really weird, and it was like, Happy birthday. It's your birthday. Happy, happy birthday to you. Oh. But I, I was... might have made, I also might have invented that. So anyway, happy birthday, Em. Happy birthday. I was trying to think of a song I, I know to serenade you, but I, you, you got it. You nailed it. Uh, happy birthday. <laughs> I'm glad you sang it, not me. And what do you think your flavored cake is going to be this year because we haven't gotten to eat them yet oh blaze said he's already planning it and i don't know oh my god yes he already knows he already apparently so remember at our bogarts show that that cake we received that Mm -hmm. beautiful from lulu's uh bakery and Apparently, the woman who runs it remembered that I had gotten Leona's first birthday cake there, and so Blades has already reached out to get my my birthday cake there. So, oh. but I don't I don't know the flavor though. So I'm kind of excited, but I'm guessing maybe. Hmm. I mean, would I it guess... be the same as Leona's cake and our? Cake? I can't remember. <laughs> okay. What I got. What about you? I don't know. I don't even know what. Uh, White raspberry, maybe something like that. Raspberry for a cake. White raspberry, yeah. Of course no? you'd pick something. That's not that weird. It's not like chocolate, you know. 
well yeah i mean it's not because it's it's it's, not it's, it's refined but... it's refined it's not well, like birthday like party a, cake i mean yeah i mean oh my gosh fine then what's your cake gonna be i mean you're gonna get equally upset with me because Ooh, wait maybe red velvet sorry i just looked at her menu i fucking love red velvet i can't stand red you and i our tastes are just crazy God, what like... is going on i thought maybe that one we'd agree on uh, my mind was blown way too late in life when I was told it's just chocolate. But it's I, like extra chocolate with red food coloring. But I feel like I can taste the red food coloring or something. And it maybe yeah, I it can't. Some, but sometimes it does have a fl- if yeah. Sometimes it has a weird flavor if they put too much. But I feel like you got to like to to make something brown look that bright red. There has to be so much yeah, food dye in it, there. There is. Have you made it? Well, obviously not. You don't like it. But I've made <laughs> it, and it, it. You put a lot of red food coloring in those things. I feel like um, I'm just caking my lol caking my stomach with like red dye it is um, you are and you're probably gonna have hives afterward but it's <laughs> worth it um no i think at this point uh, w- when it comes to my birthday there's one thing that allison has nailed down at this point which is cake like you said there's one thing allison has nailed down well there's one thing that like with confidence i know they're like i don't have to worry because mm. like when it comes to like like presents like she's always worried about if i'm gonna like the presents or i'm always worried about like what's gonna like what what are the plans i don't know but if there's something that both of us know unspokenly it's that the cake is fucking handled and um i'm assuming at least if she tries to like switch gears on me all of a sudden i'll be really thrown but she makes these cupcakes that are so fucking good Mm. and they're like oversized cupcakes so they're extra big oh hell yeah and she tie-dyes them (gasps) so they're like bright i mean it's just so crafty and she makes like the chocolate frosting i think at one point she made it from scratch which was very lovely and it it's not that it was bad but i'm just trash and like out of a can so mm. it ends up working out better for her anyway because it's less work but it's like these bright like bright neon tie-dye cupcakes with chocolate frosting on them oh my god so oh my good. god that sounds amazing they're so good but so that's like the one thing that like I don't have to worry. I know I'm going to fucking like the cake. I don't well, have do to pretend. About, how do you feel about carrot cake? Uh, I was the weird kid who liked carrot cake. I love carrot cake, but we're not I, surprised by that. Oh, well, I liked the cake part. I And maybe this is also why I can't stand red, oh, red cream velvet. Oh, cream cheese frosting. That's why I like both of those, because I fucking love cream cheese frosting. Yeah, I just scrape it off. Oh, it's the I'll eat it. If, in my mind, if you're having, if red velvet truly is just chocolate cake, why would you put cream cheese on chocolate cake? Why don't you just put more chocolate frosting so on it? good together. You're wrong, my friend. You are, <laughs> need to sit down. <laughs> I mean, I, look, I'll, uh, you can have all the cream cheese frosting you want. I really do think, like, in the world of, like, friends can only be friends if, like, they complement each other's food palates. Yeah. Then we've nailed it because you can have all of my stuff and I can have all your stuff and we never have to fight on food except when we're judging each other. I love that for us. Why are you drinking this on this month, birthday girl? Wow. Why? I mean, I don't know. Happy Pride. There's so much stuff to celebrate in June. Are you going to go do anything for Pride? Um, you know, probably, but I never really plan these things in advance. I just see them on Instagram and then attend. Oh, um, your little baby's going to look so cute in pride outfit. I in pr- know. Pride outfits. Um, what are you doing this month? Oh, I'm getting my veins ripped out of my legs. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Gross. You're disgusting. Um, so I honestly, and this is, we're recording this early enough on that i haven't started panicking about what that actually means um so like it's fun to talk about right now but when this comes out i'll probably be like just petrified 
Um, but I, I wonder, they say it's outpatient and I'll apparently be fine the next day. But in my mind, I'm like not going to be able to walk for a month. So somewhere, oh my God. somewhere in the middle <laughs> is where I plan to be. What happens if you actually get like a, like a, you know. What? Like what happens if someday you get like a full like brain surgery or something? You're going to be like beside yourself. I like to think, you know how like a bunch of people with anxiety were like, we're stressing over technically nothing. And then all of a sudden the pandemic hit and they were like, I've been waiting my whole life for this. I knew this would happen. Yeah, that was me for Maybe sure. Maybe if, if something ever that drastic happens, fingers crossed that never happens. But I'd like to think that uh, I'm You'd already like, dealing with so much, <laughs> so much like health anxiety that like, I yeah. can't imagine it getting higher. So, okay, you know. that's a fair point. Fair point. Um, um, but yeah, let's so hope it never gets there. Let's just my, say that. So my legs are not having a, a happy June, but everything else, I think I'm doing good. I have some friends coming into town. Fun. Um, yeah, it'll be fun. I'm a little nervous because one of one of my friends coming to town is like bringing her sister, who I was never particularly close with. So now I feel like it's not just like two friends hanging out. I like feel like I need to impress or something. Like I need to put on a show. So I'm just just put your webbies out on the table. Oh, these old things? <laughs> oh, these? I'll leave one in the bathroom a la, like, J-Lo or something. Doesn't she, like, ha- have a yeah. Grammy or something? I've and heard that, yeah. I've thought about doing that in the bathroom, but then I also think about all the particles that come out of a potty. Oh, good it's point. Like, don't I don't need to do that. And it's um, kind of bouncy. You'd just be springing the germs everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. So, anyway, happy Pride to all of my uh, little queer folks and their supporting allies. That's right. Uh, Happy June. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Why did you say that last? That should be first above pride and everything else. You're right. Happy birthday. (laughs) Um, Editor, cut this all out. No, (laughs) no, don't. All right. Here's the thing. Eva told us that she's only going to say one thing. And then she paused for a long time to the point that I thought her camera was frozen. And (laughs) Em and I were like, yes. And she said, I've, what did she call this? She said a this redemption is- redemption from last birthday episode, which like, I don't recall at all. And she yeah. said, yeah, this is what she says to me. I go, oh, I don't really remember. And she goes, yeah, I didn't think you would remember. She didn't say it in that tone of voice, but that's how I absorbed it. And I was like, hey, <laughs> fuck you. So- but really not, because I absolutely don't remember. And Eva is correct. I think, uh, yeah, apparently she did something. Do you remember? why on earth would i oh my god was it scorpios oh eva was it if it was maybe so maybe these are gonna be all gemini stories maybe they fucking better be eva that was a slick little she said he 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 okay so yeah i do remember eva take that that was a sneaky little trick that she pulled on us for our birthdays we were forced in publicly to read multiple scorpio stories Um, i remember but yeah, so, okay, so Gemini Redemption this it year. It must be, but I mean, I don't want to get my hopes up, but... Maybe it just everyone like it, but Scorpios. Maybe it just... yeah. May, oh, maybe. Um, or maybe it's just bad stuff about Scorpios. <laughs> <laughs> Every Scorpio has turned off <laughs> our show. No, they've... You know Scorpios. They've turned up the volume and they're just getting madder and they're, madder. <laughs> they're like, say it, say it louder. Say it louder yeah, so I can yeah. hear it. Yeah. They're like, come at me. But uh, Eva did say I should go first. So okay. I will go ahead and read the first story. Cool. Do you pride yourself on finding the best deals and savings? Yes, it's me. I'm raising my hand. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop. 
Get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every single category, including fashion, beauty, home essentials, travel, dining, and so much more. Shop brands like Macy's, Adidas, YSL Beauty, Samsung Petco, just to name a few. Plus, membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Cashback rates change daily. Here's how it works. Stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and then Rakuten shares a commission with its members via check or PayPal quarterly. And you better believe how exciting it is when your PayPal alerts you that you've gotten money. It's no wonder Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.com. Or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cashback really adds up. Eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. There's over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. There are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Get started today and get after your goals. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required and it's less expensive than takeout. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. You can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is a perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. I found myself recently recommending Factor to so many people in my life and this food is really good. So Blaze and I actually get to pick our own meals every week and, you know, separate them in the little drawer in the fridge and, uh, uh, make sure the other keeps their hands off. I personally love the cold brew smoothies. Those are always my go-to in the morning if I'm running around dropping Leona off, don't have time to cook myself breakfast. It's a great solution. Head to factormeals.com slash drink50 and use code drink50 to get 50% off. That's code drink50 at factormeals.com slash drink50 to get 50% off. This is called birthday holy water slash my adopted ghost cousins. Oh, okay. Just let that one percolate for a moment. I don't think my brain will ever get there, so I'm just <laughs> going to let you steamroll through it. Great. Happy birthdays. My name is Jack, and I use they, he pronouns. <gasps> double pronouns. Double with the they first. How fun. How I spicy. It. You're going to love it more. I'm also a Gemini and share a birthday with Christine. You know what I love hey! about... You know what I love about double pronouns and Gemini? Hmm. Both twinsies. twins. The twinsies. Yeah, yeah you got two That's personalities right. and they have different pronouns. Crazy. I don't think anyone else besides Gemini should be able to use double pronouns. Okay. That's a statement <laughs> that I'll back it's you June, until I can say that. <laughs> <I'm just> <laughs> I'll I'm back you until we get in trouble and then I'll act like I never heard you say it. And before. then you'll be like, she's so sick in the head that I'll... that Christine. <laughs> I'll be like, what? Let's cancel her. I'm like, she's crazy. Don't she's listen to so her. She's crazy. a Gemini. She doesn't get it. What do you expect? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Jack uses they, he pronouns. I'm also a Gemini and share a birthday with Christine. Happy birthday, Jack. I have listened to and that's why we drink since 2018 while working in a haunted building. This is a story of the ghosts that haunted my grandmother's house and how I was given holy water as a birthday gift. Mm. My whole life, one of my uncles and I have refused to walk through my grandmother's dining room because it gives us the heebie-jeebies. As a little kid, I would play with imaginary friends that I only saw at her house. That's not a good sign. (laughs) And their names were Paul and Sarah. I also often talked about how there were monsters in my grandmother's closet, but it was okay, quote, because they were my friends. Oh, no. I Okay. So far. (laughs) Hi. Okay. Keep going. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Around my 16th or 17th birthday, 
on June 4th, by the way, if anyone's wondering. <laughs> my grandmother and I invited some paranormal investigators to her house. That's what I want to do for my birthday. A few years before, my grandmother made a family tree of people who had lived in the house before her. The ones that are important to this story are an old man who died of a heart attack at the dining room table and a family with kids named Paul and Sarah. Bye. <gasps> who had died as adults but had lived there as children. So that's really interesting. It's like they die, they lived their whole lives, but then their spirits stayed as kids in the house. You know, I've um my one of my grandpas passed recently. Well, both my grandpas passed recently, but um one of them I've talked to via dowsing rods. <gasps> and I was saying, like, oh, do you still look like mm-hmm my 97 year old grandpa and it like flung no it was I've like heard that and i was like oh well, like do you look i was trying to guess the situation because i i said like oh are in your 30s and your 40s and your 50s yeah and i guess he looks like he did in his mid 40s and i was like that's interesting because i feel like you would want to pick the time you felt like the healthiest or the happiest maybe and that's that when is they, it and that's when they swung open so i, I oh. wonder I love that. So I wonder if that's just they had really good memories Maybe there that as was kids. Like their best time. Yeah, yeah. that's really yeah. beautiful. We started in the living room where we ended up getting the least amount of activity. One of the investigators had his ponytail pulled, and we heard an old man's voice say "help" on the ghost box. Mm. We also noticed that my grandmother's lap was ten degrees colder than the rest of the room, but we couldn't figure out why. <laughs> Hmm. Was it someone was, sitting on her? I was like, is it a cat or something on her lap? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like a ghost cat. Yeah. It was always like that. She had to use a blanket while I was hot sitting just over a foot away. We moved from the living room to my grandmother's bedroom. As soon as we sat on her bed, the ghost box said the name Paul. I've included a picture of this too. We noticed her closet was colder than the bedroom. We started talking with the ghost using dowsing rods and found out that Paul and his little sister Sarah were still in the house. Mm. We also figured out that they loved my grandmother and often sat on her lap while she watched TV. That's so sweet. That's really sweet and but also, also terrifying. I know. Imagine being grandma and you're just trying to watch your stories and all of a sudden your lap gets cold and you're like, ah! <laughs> it's like an ice pack on your crotch for some reason. <laughs> After talking to them for a bit, we discovered they were most active in her closet. They also said that they felt weak and scared and ended up somehow leeching energy from my grandmother and causing her a lot of fatigue. We helped them cross over, and since then, my grandmother has a lot more energy. Before the, I know. That's really sweet. Before the investigators left, the leader ran out to his car and came back with a bottle and handed it to me as a birthday gift. It was holy water. I like, usually it's like, a bottle of tequila or wine yeah. <laughs> but like nope it's holy water since i was so sensitive to the paranormal i like to think that this is still true as i often predict small events and get texts or calls from people i'm thinking about just a few seconds later especially my grandmother but hmm. maybe that's just my anxiety happy gemini <laughs> season love you jack and then there's a follow-up that says crap i forgot the photo sorry i have adhd here it is uh and it is an image of uh the ghost box saying paul Oy. creepy wow well i at my dad's house we also have um two ghosts that can't leave the property and my i used to see it when up until i like hit high school yeah and then i was like oh maybe i you know maybe i was dreaming or i made it up or something and then 
my stepsister's kids they were little and they oh. came over and they started talking about someone that i couldn't see anymore mm. so you like, grew Ugh. out of it sort yeah of. how that weird funky? is that yeah anyway well yeah whenever there's a ghost in your house and you get confirmation that like oh the people you've been hanging out with in the area are like are real that's oh that's so creepy Ooh, i don't like it well thank you you said jack was their mm-hmm. name mm-hmm. thank you jack so thank you jack and happy birthday we've got a uh another uh writer i don't know first time writer we'll another see another writer oh, i don't know oh, oh. someone who wrote in i my brain exploded <laughs> is this for a your second. first time here welcome <laughs> to the show em. i think so uh this is jill who's a she her pronouns thank you for normalizing pronouns and the subject line is communication through kids toys so oh, no it's a firm pass for me mm. um Hello, Eva and the And That's Why We Drink family. I have quite a few paranormal stories, but never wrote in because I didn't think they were interesting enough. But as soon as Christine shared her ghost playing with her toy cell phone story, that was in New Orleans, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. No, it was in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, of all places. Oh, Knoxville. Uh... I had to write in to share with her and all the other parents that have to experience <sighs> this. Oh, so you're part of a an elite Uh-oh. group now, I Christine. Didn't want, I didn't consent to this, I don't <laughs> think. <laughs> Maybe I did by having a child, actually, probably. Absolutely. The second you have a kid, you yeah. are committing to creepy, I knew what I creepy, was getting, creepy things. I knew what I was getting into, but I also love it secretly, not so secretly. My home was built in the 1840s and is in the smack middle of farm country. There are more buggies and horses on my road than cars. It's also walking distance from the local church and graveyard. I've had experiences since we moved in in 2018. Then uh, they always happen in the same area of the house, the kitchen and the rooms adjacent to it. Okay. For example, the kitchen door to the mudroom likes to slam on its own. Oh, mm mm-mm. I actually told one of my coworkers in 2020 when we all worked remote to check in on me after every hour. Oh, no. Oh after, sorry. After one hour. Thank God. I, got I was like, every Jesus. hour. This poor coworker is like, this is above my pay grade, man. <laughs> uh, asked him to check on me after an hour because I had been hit by something thrown at me. <gasps> oh, no. But what takes the cake is after my daughter was born in 2021. Okay, Christine, get ready. Oh, fuck. (laughs) That's when mine was born, too. (laughs) My husband at the time was working uh, his third shift, so we were both up incredibly late. We were playing video games in the living room when I hear a sound from the kitchen. It's my daughter's toy controller singing, A, B, C, D, come Mm. and play a game with me. No! It's like Chucky or something. That's, yeah, one, two, Freddy's coming for you. Like, that, yeah, yeah, one of those, like, fun nursery rhymes about murder. I immediately freeze and look at him, who is also wide-eyed, hmm. uh, but he plays it off like, oh, something probably fell over and it bumped, or, or and bumped it. Ever the skeptic, he encourages me to let it go and go back to my gaming, which is exactly what I would have done. I would have been like, see nothing, hear nothing. Don't have time for that bullshit. Nope. Yep, eyes wide open and mouth wide shut. I saw nothing. I, I'm not talking about it. That's a great saying, Em. I, you know, I might have created it out of thin air. I'm not really sure, but it sounds great. The following night, my husband is at work and I'm home alone with the baby sleeping upstairs. I do my nightly round of walking the house to check all the doors that they're locked. And as I'm walking out of the kitchen, I see the toy controller sitting on our dining room table. I say to myself in my head, Oh, good. Absolutely nothing is near it, so I won't hear it go off again. 
Good. Uh huh. I do like last words. (laughs) I do like. I also do that confirmation every now and then, where I'm like, if that were to fly off the counter, Mm -hmm. I know right now it is in the middle of the counter. There is no reason it would slide off. It will be very opposite way when I set something down and I'm like, well, it's perched very precariously on the edge of the table. But instead of moving (laughs) it somewhere safer, I'm just going to tell myself if it falls, it wasn't a ghost. It was my poor planning. So you're Uh, like preemptively trying to get yourself out of being scared. Correct. Interesting. Because I definitely do. I definitely do what Jill's doing where like I'll put something down. and I'm like, if this were to fall, it will be very fucking weird. Okay, I just did the opposite of that. When I put up one of those shower caddies that like suctions to the wall, mm-hmm. and I was they never fucking stay, at least never. in my my experience. And so I was like, okay, that thing is gonna fall, and I'm gonna think a ghost did it. But then, like you know, days go by, and all of a sudden there's this huge crash, and I'm like, yep, there it is. <laughs> like I knew that was coming. <laughs> That's so um proactive of you. Oh, oh, <laughs> I was like, because I know it's gonna fall. I don't know why I didn't just set it down. I don't know. I see in my mind if something's gonna fall, I just never interact with it to begin with. I'm like, I'm not even gonna hang you up. Not until worth it. I I can... should... Yeah, exactly. That's a smart thing. But I used to. I had a shower caddy in my last place, and I rubber glued it to the shower because I knew it would fall. And it never. Yeah, I had to leave it there. It didn't come off. <laughs> it's there to this very day. <laughs> The, okay, so so Jill's saying, oh, there's that toy that made a sound. If it's on the table, it's not near anything. If I hear it, it'll it ought to freak me out. I don't even make it out of the dining room before I hear the sound of plastic scraping on wood, Ugh. and then bang, the loudest crash of my life. And A B C D, no. come and play a game with me. Which now it makes me feel like that creepy thing where like they can read your mind. Yes, exactly. Which is very unsettling. So it felt did it it got pushed off the table. She heard it dragging off. Forget it. Forget it. When I tell you I broke the sound barrier with how fast I ran, (laughs) believe me. My poor dog had no idea what was happening, so she bolts after me. I love that the dog is matching your energy. I love it too. The dog's like, "You're out. I'm out." (laughs) The dog was like, "I'll ask questions later. We're bolting. (laughs) We're getting out of here." It's a miracle between her zoomies and my sobbing that we didn't wake the baby. I call my husband, begging him to come home. He can't leave work, and I tell him I'm going to pack up the family and drive to him. He tells me I'm overreacting, and I eventually bunkered down for the night in our room and barely slept. I did not go back downstairs. When he comes home the next morning, he tells me the toy controller was under the dining room table. (gasps) So it had moved again by itself. I don't like it. To this day, that story is tied for first place of scariest things that happen in this house. I've always felt since the very beginning that my kitchen ghost was a previous owner from over 100 years ago who was keeping a stern eye on the new folks. I named him the most Amish thing I could think of, Jebediah. (laughs) I was like, Abraham? I was going to start guessing. Things have calmed down recently, though, which is good. He had locked us out of the house while my daughter was still inside. And oh, once shit. and once we broke back into our own home, I sat in my kitchen and gave him a lecture on how this was my house now. And if he was going to continue to test my patience, I was going to get every stick of incense, every crystal, every bottle of holy water, you name it, and banish him forever if he didn't knock it off. <gasps> Which, like, that seems like a character development. Like, that's an arc. Because, like, you went from... Oh, absolutely. Hiding out in your room and almost never coming back into the building to, like, giving him a... To well, laying down the law. Coming down, coming to Jesus meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so 
anyway, thank you for taking the time to read my story and everything you do for us listeners. Uh, Christine, I hope you can find some comfort and commiseration with another Gemini mom. I married a Capricorn rising, not no, sun, didn't. but close enough. Okay, close enough. Um, good, good for you. It's a good choice in my experience. Um, so good job. Good job. Wowza. I mean, I'm not comforted, but I, I am. <laughs> I do feel like I'm commiserating. So that part is nice. I feel like sometimes I feel seen, but then there are other times where I'm like, oh, so that's just on the list of things that haven't happened to me yet. And now I have another thing to fear. Exactly. It's like, well, thank you for reintroducing me to this concept just as my fear. Just as my panic was settling. Yeah, just as I kind of wrote it off. But no, I, I am. Uh, it is, there is. You're right. There is a comfort in... um in in being not alone in these experiences so thank Mm. you joe so this is called the time i drove through a ghost (laughs) oh my gosh from jess she her and it says howdy hey all and that's why we drink associated people places and things my name is jess and i use she her pronouns i'm here tonight to tell you of the time i drove through a ghost in the middle of nowhere missouri every summer my family and i would go to my aunt's lake house on table rock lake for a week sorry that was a lot of (laughs) nouns uh lake house on table rock lake for a week it it sounds like table it sounds like lake it sounds like we're learning our vocabulary i was gonna say it sounds like like hooked on phonics yeah yes exactly exactly This story takes place right before my sophomore year of college. My best friend, cousin, her two dogs, and I had to leave early because our schools were starting back up. It's about a four and a half hour drive home, so we decided to leave Sunday night around sunset while the rest of my family stayed another few days. We got about an hour into the trip to stop for gas and realized one of my headlights was out. Later, we were driving through a town called Blairstown. Hello, Blair Witch. Mm. When all of a sudden we drive through a low, dense, extremely bright cloud. Mind you, it was a very clear night. All of us in the car audibly gasped and it felt like the temperature in the car dropped cold. Ooh, the dogs also started to let out that eerie low growl sound. That's oh. scary because you know they're just chilling in the back seat. Like, there's no reason that they should be f- I, freaked out I by feel something. Like, I feel like when it comes to uh, like dogs or animals in general acting yeah. out, it is very freaky. But especially like you just said, when you know they're just like lashing, easy breezy, yeah. And then, like all of a sudden, like even if there's isn't a reason they're aware of, something hit them in their soul of like exactly. time to react. Something upsetting happened to them. It wasn't just you that noticed it. Ugh. Like they felt some like something hit them. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. The dogs started to let out that eerie low growl sound. Almost immediately after, I see police lights in the rearview mirror. What the fuck? Mm. I pull over and a state trooper comes up to the car. My first thought is that he saw my headlight was out. I roll down the window and he tells me that the reason he pulled me over was because my brake lights were flashing. He let us get out and see and they were both flashing rapidly like someone was pressing on and off of the brakes as fast as they could. Ew. What? Wait, (laughs) I don't even know what to make of that. I'm so confused by the concept i don't even know what to think uh 
And then let's see, she says, it was truly unlike anything I'd ever seen. In classic cop fashion, he didn't do anything to help us, just told us about it and said maybe I should get it checked out soon. We continued home, dropped off my cousin, and literally as my best friend and I were turning into our apartment complex, I got pulled over again. <laughs> oh my God. This is the worst luck ever. Yeah. What do this you even tell the cop? You're just like, it, it's, it's, I know, a, it's already I happened. I drove through a ghost. Okay. That's what you tell them. <laughs> yeah. I drove through a ghost and now my brake like that's broken is glitching so yeah what do you want from me this time though it actually was just because my headlight was out the flashing oh. had completely stopped definitely one of the strangest 20 minutes of my life and all of us are convinced we drove through a harmless but prankster of a ghost anyway that's my story i'll leave you with my favorite combination dad slash gemini joke mm. my dad is named jim and is in fact a gemini oh god one of <laughs> this is cracking me up already one of his favorite things to say to people is hi i'm jim and i'm a gemini <laughs> it's told <laughs> okay i gotta demonstrate ready um yeah it goes like this it goes a little something like this hi i'm jim and i'm a gemini it's jim and i oh god he points for those on audio he uses one thumb to point and say, at himself and say it's Jim and then uses the other thumb to point at himself and say and I I thought he <laughs> and I'm shocked that he doesn't call himself Jim and I that's what I was thinking too yeah Jim and I it's just like written uh, right there for you <laughs> that's all I got for you I unfortunately don't have a that's for another time story Jess <laughs> I love well, that people you, are owning that now too that's funny I feel like I, the the cries have been heard people know whether or not we're expecting at the yeah. end for a another yeah. time but I thank you appreciate for the heads up calling yourself out <laughs> mm -hmm. but uh thank you so much i i don't know i guess my first thought is if something that creepy happens to you it's like the one time you want two cops to pull you over because you're like you want the eyes on you just in case something like creepy yeah. happens to you again like it's nice to have witnesses yeah so it'd be it would at least feel a little comforting oh yeah a little comforting of like Oh, well, at least people see me right now. Like, at least I'm not alone in this and like I can run to somebody if, if I'm yeah, too freaked out. I think I would have not dropped your friends off and gone home. I would have been like, I'm coming inside with you. Oh, yeah. sleeping here. I would have been like, oh, homie, we're having a sleepover now. Remember? I don't know if you remember. <laughs> All right. So this is from Amber who uses a she, her. And thank you for normalizing pronouns. And Amber's subject line is the Oh, my God. Wow. What? I don't know how this is going to go okay. the time i watched my son die twice <gasps> and took him out for a porterhouse steak okay it sounds like there's a happy ending okay i will listen um okay okay um i'm seeing okay let's we'll let's go uh hey yo okay good way to start feeling <laughs> feeling better the title of my story might be a bit dramatic but i'm a gemini okay amber oh, okay for god's sake amber threw me for a loop there uh but i'm a gemini so it's to be expected i'm also a mom of four teenagers and <gasps> your podcast helped me realize that one of them was having a legitimate health concern oh gosh <gasps> oh no last last spring my son who was not a gemini but is still prone to the dramatics i feel like Scorpio. that happens when you're well or mm -hmm. raised by Geminis. I was going to yeah. say, if you're, one of your parents or both of your parents are a Gemini, you're going to kind of revel in chaos for it's, the rest of it's time. It's too bad. I'm sorry for you. 
uh like gemini by association mm-hmm. you know it's like, secondhand gemini it's like oh i did the ancestry results i'm actually 50 percent gemini um, oh that's too bad uh i'm a mom to four teenagers and one of them was have you helped me realize one of them was having a legitimate health concern last spring my son came home from school telling me about an episode he had during his weightlifting class he was doing bench press when the bar came down and smacked his chest, causing his heart to start racing. Oh, <gasps> God. That's like a nightmare. My God. After laying down, walking around, and trying anything he could think of to get it to slow down back to normal, he eventually went to the school nurse. She gave him a cold cloth, and he laid down, and it did end up going back down to normal. We chalked it up to him having too much caffeine that day and went on about life. Weeks later, another episode hit. This one was much shorter, and I again found something small to attribute it to. Then M started sharing their problems with SVT, which is something (gasps) I never heard of, and I had an aha moment in the middle of the sidewalk while delivering mail on my mail route. My son's symptoms were very similar to what M was describing, so fast forward through about 10 months of medical bullshit that I do not have time to explain. I'm sure M understands all too well. (laughs) Yeah. I do. (laughs) Uh, When Jackson, my son, is at university of iowa children's hospital for testing to see if he has wolf parkinson white syndrome a condition very similar to svt Mm. uh we are in a room with seven medical staff who are about to administer medicine to jackson through an iv while they watch his ekg the cardiologist tells us they will give him six oh god six milligrams of adenosine oh which is what knocked my ass That's out. That's what kicked your ass. It <laughs> kicked my ass to heaven, then back to hell, then back to here. I was gonna um, say, I don't think heaven let you in. Maybe you bounced <laughs> off the gates. That's why I ended up in hell. Yeah, the gotcha, the, re- okay. the reverb was kind of gotcha. crazy. Yeah. Uh, we are in a hotel, or not a hotel room. Oh my god, a hospital room with. I was seven- like, D- abort mission. <laughs> Something's very wrong here. <laughs> We've jumped time. We've jumped into a different world. We're in a room with seven medical staff who are about to administer medicine to Jackson through an IV, um, giving him six milligrams of adenosine, which will have a 15 to 30 second effect on his heart. Uh, As soon as uh, she says the name of the drug, I recognize it, but assume I've just heard it in one of many other appointments we've had related to my son's illness. Oh, it was from M. (laughs) Oh, no. I already know what's coming, and now I know why you saw your son die twice, and I... I just, I, I've always thought too, I've thought while I was in the ambulance for myself, I was like, I'm so glad nobody I knew saw that happen because it would be oh, very traumatic. Traumatic. So I already feel bad for what you had to witness. I'm seated at the end of the bed. A nurse holds Jackson's hand and tells him to look into her eyes while they, <gasps> ad- that's odd. EMT Brad did not do that to me. Um, while they administer the drug. Let me tell you, I'm glad she looked into his eyes because just seeing them from the end of his bed will haunt me for the rest of my life. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm That's so horrible. sorry. I'm so sorry. For those 15 to 30 seconds, which felt so much longer, he looked like he was dying. Oh, my God. Like something was just draining the life from him. And it hit me. This was the drug M had to be given by EMTs. And I remembered how terrible they said it made them feel. Afterwards, Jackson would describe it as someone sitting on his chest or being stabbed in the chest. Oh, buddy. But the mental aspect might be worse. The doctor said it gives you a sense of impending doom. <laughs> yes, I thought for sure I was in hell and then dying. Mm. Um, your brain thinks your heart has stopped slash you're dying, and I could see that in his eyes. <gasps> 
I don't think I took a breath for the entirety of that test. And when it was over, they told us they would need to do it again with double no. the dose. No, 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 no. My Imagine seven- if they did that to you and then we're like, now let's do it again, but worse. I honestly, I do wonder how many milligrams they gave me. I don't know. But um, I actually, what's so funny, I was. It's probably in your paperwork. I mean, I literally, my heart thing is right here. Oh, um, there it is. So, I hope that you keep it handy. <laughs> well, I have a stack of papers here I haven't done anything with, and it's just like in there. Um, but I, yeah, I wonder if it's on here. I'll have to look at it later. Um, okay, so they just did that. The the six milligrams they thought he thought he was dying, and now they're gonna double it. Cool. My seventeen year old son handled that news better than me. Which honestly, <sighs> you're so fucking like in a in a daze like. EMT Brad could have told me we're doubling it and doing it again. I probably right. wouldn't have totally just, been aware. Just go with it. Yeah. What are you going to do? You know? So again, they gave him the drug. And again, I had to see that life drain from his <sighs> eyes. And I was in no way any more prepared for it. He handled it like a champ, but later admitted he never wants to have to do that again. Oh, buddy. We immediately went to a steakhouse afterwards where I insisted he ordered the biggest steak on the menu. Mm and wow i fucking remember when emt brad wouldn't even give me my sandwich so. i was like wow M is getting real bitter over here i know he deserved whatever he wanted after that after what i just witnessed the test confirmed he had wolf <gasps> parkinson white and he will have surgery to repair it in may i'm not sure when i would have realized how serious his symptoms were if it weren't for M talking about their medical journey so Aww. your banter saves lives. Aww. Okay, that's a little extreme, but <laughs> and, and happy sounds... birthday to two Gemini's. Yeah. We are going to ride that high until your we banter are not saves here. lives. If anybody ever complains again, I'm going to be like, "Do you know what I've done?" <laughs> <laughs> Ask Jackson at the but university. Also, of... <laughs> but also, he died twice, basically. So, like, I don't know if we're saving lives as much as just causing, like, wreaking <laughs> havoc on people's hearts. We almost, it's, it really is, like, uh, insanity. We bring you to the brink of death, but we, we right. save you at the end. But we, so, and it's 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 a fun story later. So at least oh. for the for the plot, our banter is important. Poor buddy. I'm seriously grateful that I decided to start listening to, and that's why I drink in 2020. That I never miss an episode, and that something I learned from this podcast mm. had a very meaningful effect on my life and my son's life. Thank you for to everyone who has a hand in bringing the show to all of us. Oh, never under nice. never underestimate the Im- impact you have on your listeners. Mm. Uh, you make this mail carrier look forward to Mondays. Oh, that's so nice. P.S. Although I'm. <laughs> quite worried about his upcoming surgery i know he will be in capable hands at university of iowa children's hospital it truly is a special place with special people uh the iowa football stadium sits right across the street from the hospital and at some point in every game everyone in the stadium turns to wave to the kids in the hospital (gasps) oh okay i just i want oh sorry go ahead i was gonna say the last thing is that apparently jackson's surgery was yesterday (gasps) so someone's maybe having another steak tonight <laughs> hell yeah jackson oh my gosh wow wow well i just went to the email to look at the and it's called the it says google the iowa wave the iowa if wave you, if you want to look at it well when so. they wave to the hospital that's yeah sweet wow um so i hope the surgery went well i'm glad it is very validating because a lot of times i'm very aware that the last year of episodes 
I somehow always find a way to like insert a health comment. So uh, I feel bad about lives. I feel bad about that sometimes, but for Jackson, I'm glad that I didn't shut the fuck up. So I am too. You know what? And I'm what a kick-ass kid to be like, okay, let's let's do it. I can't complain anymore. He did that twice. Like forget that. In front of his mother. Oh, at seventeen too. So little. I can't imagine. I really have thought what it would be like to have to witness someone seeing Mm -mm. what that looks like and to know that someone has is Mm-mm. you also deserve a steak by the I way agree. amber yeah That's amber tough. what the hell you That's went through tough. a lot too Oi. all right well thank you for for uh your story and if jackson hears this i hope your heart's thumping right blaze and i just went to a new year's wedding and we have one coming up next weekend not a new year's wedding but another friend's wedding. And I just love weddings. I feel like I've said that so many times at this point. And that's why I always love telling you all about Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From free planning tools like a customizable checklist and website to a venue and vendor discovery tool that matches you with your dream team, everything on Zola is designed to make your wedding journey as easy as possible. And with invites that are fun to create and a wedding registry packed with gifts you actually want, Zola takes you from save our date to thanks so much without breaking a sweat. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go. Zola really has become the sort of one-stop shop for wedding planning. I used Zola when I got married and it was an indispensable tool. I could not, I swear to you, I could not have gotten half of the stuff done that I did without Zola on my side. But now Zola, I'm only a little bit bitter, has so many more amazing tools. They have an app. They have all sorts of stuff like that that wedding vendor discovery tool. You know, that is really cool. I, I kind of want to go back. Blaze, should we get married again? Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. If you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue, then get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online course. Start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace Courses, you can create engaging content your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com slash drink to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Okay, so this is called A Bunk Bed, A Rosary, and Bob's Burgers with an Eerie Twist. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's where like jimothy or whatever his name is needs to come in with the dad jokes that's feels oh, like a setup gemini <laughs> gemini it sounds like a setup for a gemini kind of it does we all walk into a bar uh hello ghoul friends and spooksters love you all the podcasts and everything you do thanks for keeping my ears a tingling at work i've got a wild story for you so let's crack into it i went to saint mary's college in south bend indiana And yes, it's different from St. Mary's of the Woods. I don't really know either of these things. So thank you for clarifying (laughs) for the people who probably do. But if it's a question on trivia, now I know. That's right. For the first three years of my undergrad, it's an all-girls Catholic college and very, very haunted. From poltergeist activity to full-body intelligent apparitions to blood stains that reappear after they've been cleaned, this place has it all. (laughs) 
<laughs> sounds like the sounds like the um oh my god what is his name i always forget his name on uh stefan where he's like this place has everything <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean yeah that sketch okay uh, this place has it all. My dorm sophomore year and junior year was the oldest building on campus and was located right in front of the convent where the local nuns lived. During my sophomore year, we took a class visit to the convent to learn about the history of the campus. The final stop on the tour was a room with all of the old artifacts in it. The overall vibe of the room was heavy, and I wanted to yeet the fuck out of there once we got in the room, but alas, I had to stay. Once the tour finished, the nun tour guide gave us all rosaries that contained an original bead from a rosary owned by the original nuns that founded the school. Whoa. Jesus. I wasn't... I like how most places give you, like, a, a water bottle, like a reusable water bottle when you start college. <laughs> and this place like, here's your rosary. Yeah, right. And it's, like, uh, with, like, significant history to yeah, the building, yeah, by yeah. the way. Like, that shouldn't just be, like, given to strangers. It's to not strangers. the plastic ones that I have from, like, throughout my childhood. It's, like, yeah. a legit one. I wasn't the biggest fan of accepting it because this gal does not like historic artifacts that have a weird vibe. Okay, speak for yourself. <laughs> but, you know, I wanted to be nice. I brought it back to my room and continued my activities for the rest of the day. When I came back that night, I knew there was something off about the feel of my room. The air was heavy and suffocating almost. I ignored it, or tried to at least, and went to bed. Mm. That night, I had one of the strangest dreams I think I've ever had. It was specifically 1918, and everything around me was in black and white. Oh, my God. I was on the quad with a girl named Annie, and we were just hanging out and chilling until I walked away for a second and came back to find her dead. <gasps> oh, my God. Uh. Oh, my Immediately God. Immediately after that, I woke up around 3 a.m. and could see the lights in the hallway flickering. I had the top bunk, parentheses, let it be known I'm truly a bottom bunker, but sacrificed it for my roommate at the time. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. And when I looked across the room, there was a dark mist in the doorframe of our closet. In a panic, I quickly shut my eyes and pulled the blanket over my head, hoping that whatever the hell was in the room would leave. That was short-lived until I felt the frame of the bunk bed shaking. Oh. I grabbed the bed frame and the shaking immediately stopped. To calm my anxiety and help me fall asleep, I opened Hulu on my phone and put Bob's Burgers on because there's nothing more soothing than Linda Belcher singing about mashed potatoes. <laughs> I woke up the next morning and things felt weirdly fine. Let's skip ahead to that night. The same thing happened. A weird dream in black and white, Annie, mm. flickering lights, a dark mist, and Bob's Burgers. The next morning, I woke up wanting to figure out what the fuck was going on in my room since I'd never experienced anything like that before. My only thought was that it could be the rosary given to me by the nun. So I did what I had to do. Go back to the convent and somehow return the rosary without looking like a total ass. <laughs> oh my gosh. I brought the rosary to class with me and almost had a panic attack in there because I was so on edge. Afterwards, I ran to the convent and saw a nun at the front desk. While I'm talking to her about a pen pal program with the nuns, no, it was not an actual thing, I took the rosary out of my bag and casually slipped it into the pot of a large plant next to me. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's, that's how I handle a situation as well. I, I, know, I thought she was going to like throw it at the nun and be like, take it away. But, I know. I mean, you I would. it handled. I also like I would not be afraid to go up to a nun and be like something you gave me is very connected to the house like something spiritual is happening as y something you can understand. I don't know, M. Nuns are very scary. <laughs> I think. Maybe, but I'd be if they're scary, then they can handle Annie. I can't. I so. guess so. Yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> 
I took the rosary and casually slipped it into the pot of a large plant next to me. Once the conversation was over, I went back to my dorm and bingo bango, the room felt like a breath of fresh air. That night, I slept like a fucking baby and everything returned to normal. I told my, I told my roommate about the whole incident and she didn't believe me. Well... A few months later, my roommate was walking in the cemetery with some friends. While looking at the gravestones, they came across an Annie that had died in 1918. Ugh. Are you kidding? That's a... I mean, that's a no from me. What <laughs> happened to her? Oh my god, what the actual fuck? It turned her skeptical ass into a full-ass believer. I have some more spooky stories from my time at St. Mary's and Indiana University where I transferred to, but I'll save those for another time. Thanks again for the amazing podcast. XOXO, Gossip Goblin, <gasps> Kiara, She, Her, Gemini Supreme. Oh my gosh, Gossip and don't Goblin. don't forget it. Um, <laughs> P.S. Please come back to D.C. Okay, so, wow, Kiara. And we didn't even say your name up front because uh, I didn't see it in the beginning. So, Kiara. Wow, wow. a Gemini Supreme indeed. I feel like, I wonder if that means, like, Annie wanted to be back at the convent? I wonder or... if that was her rosary. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. And also, Cause... but then, like, also to get a vision of her dying or something? Oh, my God. Yeah, well, it was weird it it could almost be symbolic like she turned away and then when she turned back she was dead like maybe it's like symbolic like mm. i don't know weird you would think you would have an inviting presence if you wanted the person now in now owning your your rosary like i'd like to think you would like have like a nice connection with them if they're not going to be taking care of what you had well maybe it was the friend who like from the perspective of finding her dead or whatever, like maybe that was like a trauma. Maybe it was her rosary. Oh yeah, and she was like traumatized, and so after death, it like imprinted. I don't know. Wow, what a story! But like maybe <laughs> that's a, that's well, a good know. guess. I don't know. Either way, I'm. I think if a nun ever tried to give me a rosary, I would just be like, mm, no, thank you. Respectfully, you can't, no, you can't you. do that if you're yeah. at Catholic school. You have to take it. Oh really? I mean, I don't think I could ever tell a nun in her face, no, I don't want this. I think that I'd probably get smacked. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> They're All scary, right. I'm telling you. <laughs> our final story of this month, uh, of our birthday month, is from Tara, who uses she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. And the subject line is Bagel Bites Blip for listener uh, stories. Blip? I don't know. We'll have to see. So Tara says, hey, love you all sweet and short been listening since the early episodes and i won't waste time with introductions wow tara said i'm coming in hot and you can't stop me also i love that every time there's a short intro em goes wow what a short intro and makes it really long i'm gonna keep it long no matter what you do uh <laughs> nice I'm try from, tara <laughs> i'm from vegas where the infamous bagel bites lives my mom worked at a very popular local casino where mr bites would frequent and gamble <gasps> at Oh. My mother found out at the time, which was around 2015, when Ghost Adventures was more relevant. Oh, okay, Tara. Um, that I was swooning over the super bro host of the show. So the next time she spotted him at work, she decided to shout repeatedly, Zach Baggins, my daughter loves you. <laughs> and when he turned around, his response was, it's Baggins. No. <laughs> Oh, what, what an a asshole. Dick. 
Can you imagine if someone went, Christine Schieffer, my daughter loves you, and you go, oh my it's God. Schieffer. I'd be like, like for the day, you're Christine Schieffer. in a million fucking years. I will literally change my name bef- to Schieffer before I say something like that. Oh, my gosh. That's horrible. Uh, but she had no shame and was going to let him know the T, whether he wanted it or not, <laughs> which is very nice, it's Like despite mispronouncing his name. Mm-hmm. My mother passed away unexpectedly and too early in last September. Oh, and no. I almost canceled my trip to your New Orleans show in October because of it, but oh. my sisters convinced me to go. I cried at the pony intro when you guys came on stage because it was the first happiness I felt in that time. Come on, oh Tara. Anyway, I've been putting off writing this for her, uh, but I have tickets for the show in Vegas in May. Oh, well. Yes! And I thought it was uh, time that I write into you guys. Hope you can read this for your listener story. Uh, and May is my birthday month, so oh, love your fellow millennial birthday. Gemini. Oh, Tara. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm so glad you avoided a situation with Mr. Baggins. I mean, um, seriously, and I still call him Zach Baggins because in my head he's always been called that. But now I'm m- more committed to it than ever, you know? It's like if you're gonna if you're going to be an asshole trying to correctly pronounce your name then people are probably going to stick with the bad one because you have a bad attitude yeah because exactly like you're not making me want to say it right i mean i understand like he just wants his fucking last name properly said but you could have said it any other way to a fan of all people like to someone working there too like don't talk to staff like don't be an asshole like don't ever be mean to people who are in charge of your food and your drinks and and your money and your money forget it just saying god Wow. Well, what a good one to end on. Zach Seriously. Bagans, of course, found his way into our birthday listeners episode. I know. Eva is so good. She's Eva's so good. She knows what she's doing. Sneaky snake. Um, But that's it. Next time uh, you and I do a listeners episode together, we'll Boo. be a year older. And It'll be I hope- July. Boo, July. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll know what flavor cakes we got for our that's birthdays. That's true. We can den- confirm or deny uh yeah what has happened it's a good great time point. yeah well uh i guess until then christine i hope you have a great birthday i'll oh, next time i you. see you we'll be you know we'll have to celebrate together we'll be in vegas pretty soon oh, yeah to celebrate with tara or tara or however it's pronounced yeah um, can you imagine of course your name is one that i could have mispronounced and you told the story of oh my god wait i didn't even think of that imagine if the whole time she's I... going it's tara yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh uh but yeah, thank you everyone who wrote in. Um, if for some reason this was your first listener's episode, you can share your own true crime and pers- uh, true crime and paranormal stories with us. You can go to our website and that's where we drink.com. And uh, yeah, thank you for checking in. We'll see you all in July for more spooky tales uh, conjured up by Eva. That's so. right. It'll be the birthday hangover month. Can't wait. <laughs> and that's why we drink. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.